Well, good morning for the first time today. Um, yeah, so that was kind of interesting, wasn't it? So for those of you that are obviously watching this on any of our on-demand services or listening to us on any of our on-demand services, kind of went live. Um, I was replying because Ben mentioned in the chat that our bit, the beginning of the, the static going and stuff like that sounded like the cult of personality. Obviously, CM Punk's entrance music. So I was trying to type, uh, look at my eyes, what do you see? And then I tried to put the music emojis in, not forgetting that obviously the shortcuts that I have on my keyboard when in OBS were the same ones as they have for the music. So my camera just completely changed. We come out the countdown and then you just see me sat here. I said, it's a good job that I'm actually wearing clothes and I wasn't getting ready during the countdown, which to be honest, I have done that a lot of the time in the past. I'll be sat here to I'd speak to Graham over Discord and I'll say, do you know what? I'm going to go and change my t-shirt. I'm going to go and put a hoodie on. I'm going to go and change my pants and put some longer pants on. Anyway, anyway, yes, it is your fault. It is your fault, Ben. Um, but yeah, uh, while that was happening as well, Nietzsche decided to subscribe again for two months, despite paying for everybody else's subscriptions for the next three months. Decided to sub himself for two months. So thank you very much for that subscription. We very much appreciate it, mate. Hope you're having a fantastic morning. But you guys are really nice and early this morning. Yes, it is 10 a.m.-ish. I went live during the 10 a.m. time. What's that noise? There's just so much stuff going on at the moment, I apologise. So if you do hear some banging or cars or whatever it is that's over there that's making a right racket, I apologise. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of stuff going on this morning. Um, but Tito, yeah, yes, we did go live before 10am, so I am absolutely taking that. Um, who else is in here nice and early, obviously? Uh, Cross God is in here as well, same mute. Um, I know I was. <laughs> I had to unmute because... Uh, yeah, what my mic wasn't meant to come on at that point. Um, I'm going to turn my mic down slightly because it does look like it's peaking, which I'm not a fan of. I'm surprised that my mic's working. Um, usually it has a right fit. So I'll just drop that down slightly and we're good to go. Um, what else is uh, Why is it my fault? Because it is. Um, good morning, Jen says, Gagad, good morning. Nietzsche says that he's on a work call, so we'll have to mute the stream for now. Don't worry, I'll probably end up doing that myself. Um, Greenwood, Graham would be so proud, I imagine that's meant to say. And good morning, sir. Hello, Timeless. How are you doing? So, ladies and gentlemen, how has your weekend been? How has your weekend been? I'm still struggling with this cold. Um, I thought I'd be over it by now, but it feels like it feels like I've had it. I got rid of it for a day or so and then got it again because I'm going through the same things that I did three weeks ago. I just cannot seem to shift it. No amount of Cavania, no amount of Calpol, no amount of anything seems to be getting rid of it so far. So if I am a little bit nasally, I do apologize. Um, eventually, I think it'll go. It's just one of the things I think everyone seems to have at this moment in time. So regardless of where you go, you're going to end up getting a cold of some sort. Um, but yeah, it's just me today. Graham is, Graham is working. Um, he's... It's, it's, it's working season, do you know what I mean? Um, but the, we don't want to not give you a show very much like last Wednesday where I was ripping the, st the studio apart. The show must go on, do you know what I mean? So obviously, rather than not giving you anything, we're going to give you a dollop, which is usually when either of us stream without the other person. Um, so again, it's going to be a very one-sided conversation. This is where we need your guys' help. Again, with the whole spiel, we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m.-ish over at twitch.tv forward slash which is obviously where your guys are watching this now. Um, we go live with the video game news for the day. So we get all the video game news that we deem that you need to know at this moment in time. Um, obviously, stuff that will break later on in the day. The, the downside of being in Europe is that most of the video game news seems to come from America, which means that by the time we finish this podcast, 
at about four o'clock, all the news starts to leak, and then we end up putting that in tomorrow's show. It, then it seems to be late news. It's very rare that we actually get to cover anything that seems to be breaking because we are well before the fact of America even getting up, which is a little bit of a bummer. But at the end of the day, we do the stuff that you don't want to do. So we get all the news articles, round it all up in a nice little podcast for you to listen to, and all of your audio sources, including on YouTube, where you get to see our beautiful faces again each and every single weekday at 10 a.m.-ish. But loot drop, ah, okay. Okay, that is because uh, my chatbot's not running. See, it's very... Uh, <laughs> when Graham's not here and he has all that stuff running on his computer, this is where I don't usually come into it. <laughs> I create the assets. Um, he records a video. I do the assets. I do the video. I, I edit the video down. Um, and it's, it's a very two-way... It's a, it's a two-way street, do you know what I mean? Like, I do all the producing kind of stuff. He does all the hosting kind of things. So it's a nice little partnership that we have going. And when Graham's not here, I kind of fall apart. Um, so yeah, the chatbot is open now. In fact, it might not be because I'd need to re-log in again. Um, and he will need to answer his phone. So that will chat will chatbot's dead for today. We will get rid of that. I'm gonna remove that from the title so nobody else does that. But loot drop is basically what we end up doing for you. We did actually pick some prizes on Friday. We just need to get the assets sorted out. So I will do that today. Um historically the loot drop has been if you are a subscriber of this channel, all you need to do is obviously tie your Twitch and your Discord together. And what happens is you get put into a nice little section um, where you can win prizes. So if you are a if you are a subscriber of this channel, I'm gonna drop the that's that was last month's prize, which was won by Pirate for the first time in 23 months. Every single month for 23 months he has been a subscriber of this channel and he hasn't won. That changed. His luck changed last month where he ended up winning a copy of NBA 2K22. Last month's prizes were obviously Back for Blood, Ice Cream Uploads merch, and New World. And he chose, and, and sorry, you guys chose uh, to have NBA as the prize this month. And that's exactly what we did. We give a copy of Way and whatever platform he wanted for that. Um, so this month's, I'm not going to tell you what they are yet. I want to get the asset done and dusted, and then we'll probably announce it tomorrow on the scoop. Um, so I suppose that's something to look forward to. But basically what it is, is you guys subscribe to us. We like to give you stuff back. This month we had 106 people subscribe to us, which is uh, the, the most we have ever had. So obviously the, the chance of you winning dropped a little bit obviously because of all the gifties that we've ended up uh that ended up getting from the likes of Nietzsche, from the likes of jordan from the likes of gary clark uh with the likes of tito uh and Madge, all giving subscriptions out to people uh, basically what happens is you go into our discord and you get to win a prize once a month the first monday of every single month you get to win a prize it's usually voted by you guys as well as to what prizes that you want and so we very much appreciate all the generosity that you guys have given us this month but i think that is enough of me waffling for the time being. Uh, what I need to do is, um, if I go to studio mode here and get the news up here, fingers crossed, this should work. And it has. Fantastic. Fantastic. Studio mode out. Um, so, as you may have seen, we have got four news articles for today. We have got some Grand Theft Auto news. Um, it, it did get announced last week um, that a new Grand Theft Auto trilogy will be coming out. For all the next-gen consoles, which is fantastic, but there is a catch, and we'll definitely be going through that one. Um, our lead story of the day is that Amazon will be making a Steam competitor called Vapor. That's something that actually got leaked via the Twitch backend last week when it got hacked, um, as well as Amazon facing backlash after the New World region stuff. There's some things that are going on over there that you may not like if you are halfway through playing the game so far. And also about Jim Ryan saying that he wants more people to play PlayStation products. Who'd have thought that? Someone who likes to create content and they want to get more, get it in more people's hands. Who'd have thought that? Um, but that is the news for today. 
Uh, Crosscon says, do you have to be here when you drew or will you contact us via vid or Discord or Twitch whisper? So what happens is, uh, I know this might be the first time that, you've, uh, that you're going to be, that you may end up wanting to subscribe, uh, Crosscon. So what happens is, you subscribe to us. We very much appreciate that. Either via Twitch Prime or through your cold hard cash, either one, it doesn't really matter. So what we end up doing is, you go into our Discord. If you have your Discord tied to your Twitch account, what happens is there will be a there will be a section on the left hand side called Loot Drop that will become open to you. We don't put you in that. That is your responsibility. You have to make sure that your Twitch and your Discord both talk to each other. Because what will happen then is that area will open up for you. If you haven't got them tied together, it will not be showing up there. Then what? happens is either on the first monday well it will be it usually is the first monday of each month we will either do it live on stream or we'll do it away from the stream and put the video into the discord obviously depending on work dependent stuff this is our part this is what we do as a hobby this is not our job to be able to bring you the scoop every single day and to do all of the other stuff we are not full-time streamers we do this around our job um so what if we are busy that day we will be giving you the scoop whether or not we do it at the end of that or we do it later on in the afternoon regardless you will find out via a spinning wheel. Um, we record the video, the wheel spins, and it will land on your name, but you have to be a subscriber at that point in time. If your subscription only lasts 28 days and the draw is due on the 29th, you will not be counted on that one. So make sure that if you are going to subscribe this month and you want to be included in that, that your subscription will take you over the threshold of the first Monday of the month. It's basically as simple as that. We do all the work for you. Thank you for your generosity and all your subscriptions and all your comments and all your donations and everything like that. Again, all the money that you give us goes back into creating new studio content, which is exactly what I was doing last Wednesday. I was I was ripping the studio apart to obviously try and get us back in uh, to the studio full time again because uh, we haven't used it for 18 months and there's a lot of stuff in there that needs to be upgraded rapido. <laughs> Um, so that is exactly what all that content goes back into, all the money that we end up getting at. It goes back to you in the form of loot drop stuff and with studio upgrades as well. None of it sees my pocket is what we are saying. It goes back into studio upgrades and such. So I appreciate that. Um, if you need anything else, if you need any information, that is what the Discord's there for. Um, I can give you the Discord link. That's easy enough for me to be able to do. So I will drop that in there because the chatbot isn't working um, because I need to sign back into that one. So I will drop a link into the Discord for you guys later on. Um, and then hopefully we'll be able to... If you're not already in there, you'll be able to find out more about this. Uh, let me see if I can just get it here. Do, do, do. I just sent a message to Graham saying GG. And here is the link to the Discord that is now in the chat. Um, so yeah, this is a video game news pass. You want video game news? That's exactly what I'm going to give to you now. Um, moving into our first news story of the day then. Oh, I even got it up on screen. That's good, isn't it? There we go. That's not the one. We'll move into this one. This is it. We'll get there eventually. Uh, is it? There we go. Amazon is seriously making a Steam competitor called Vapor. Vapor is an America, uh, sorry, Amazon Steam. If the data from the Twitch has been leaked, can be delieved, uh, de uh, believed. Over at IGN, Peter uh, Onoto? 
PTNO2. <laughs> Amazon's reported creating a Steam competitor that is currently named Vapor. As reported by PC Gamer, Twitch user has screenshots and files they claim to be of the massive Twitch leak occurred on Wednesday. Among the files are what appears to be information regarding an app called Vapor. PC Gamer says that files indicate that Vapor will be integrated into Twitch and an online store to purchase the games. While Amazon Prime members do get a monthly rotation of free games similar to services like PlayStation Plus, Amazon does not have a dedicated store or app similar to Steam. There's also a feature of Vapor with the name Vape World that could be some kind of 3D chat. Uh, various images have been found inside the Vape World files, including potential emojis like a picture of Bob Ross, <laughs> picture of Bob Ross and a Hearthstone card. The PC Gamer reports notes that Amazon filed a patent in 2017 called Joining Games from Spectating System. The patent describes the ability to watch and start live broadcasts as well as purchase games and game demos. The app would then let you download the game as well. Twitch confirmed on Wednesday that a breach has taken place, but it's not confirmed at this time whether the news of Vapor is accurate or not. Vapor is the only piece of information to come out of the Twitch leak. V uh, Twitch's source code as well as data containing the amount of money paid to streamers has also been reportedly revealed. Twitch already had problems on their hands when Twitch streamers organized a boycott in September 2021. The boycott's purpose was to raise awareness for the lack of features to block hate raids and other forms of bullying. Twitch responded by almost a, a month later with a verified chat feature. While Twitch is getting its act together, check out IGN's list of the best games of 2021 so far. So essentially, it looks like we we may be getting a storefront, but also at the same time, it's a patent pending is patent pending stuff. Um, currently, my cat is rubbing her rubbing herself through my knees, which is tickling. So I apologize. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's kind of news, but it kind of isn't news at the same time. So this is this is great from a standpoint that we may be getting another new uh, another storefront. But do we need another storefront? Um, are we? <laughs> yeah, do we need another storefront? is my question we have got a lot out there you've got the epic game store you've got steam you've got gog um there's a million other ones like origin a ubisoft so the storefront's coming out of our ass at this moment in time do we need another one is there a reason why we will be i mean amazon already has one if you get if you have a amazon prime you have access to a ton of free games an absolute ton of them every single month and you have to download an app i think it's called amazon games or something like that um and there is a storefront there for you to be able to play these games it's like a it, it, it's like a launcher shall we say uh, coco um so do we need another one i mean this is going to be a place for it's not even for people to be able to stream obviously they already own twitch so why would they need another one of those but creating a storefront <laughs> I think it's very difficult to even compete with Steam, which is why Epic are giving away games left, right, and center to try and compete with them. And it's cost them an absolute arm and leg. We've 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 done the details. We've we've given you the amount it costs for them to be able to bring you a free game every single week. Not every single month, every single week. And it go runs up into the millions. So do you think that they need to they need to have one? Do you think it's gonna be money that's going to be wasted? Because I can't see this being a good thing for them long term. Unless they are, I mean, Amazon is worth millions, like billions, in fact. So it will be pocket change for them to be able to try and get this up and running. But the fact that they're already giving away, Epic are already giving away games to try and compete with Steam. Because let's be honest, if you have Steam installed, it's probably one of the first things that run on your PC. And it's probably, if you have a gaming PC, chances are, nine times out of ten, you are going to be playing 
a Steam version of a game on your PC. There isn't that. The only time that you'll probably be playing a different ver a different client is if there's games on Epic that that has been picked up. You've you've been given them for free and you haven't needed to buy them, or it was on sale on GOG or wherever else it was on sale for, and you'll be able to pick it up cheaper enough. But it's only for that particular client. That's the only time that you're going to do that. Steam is usually going to be the dominant force in this. Uh, and Madge says, it depends if Amazon commits to its video game division. Right now, it doesn't seem required uh, with only New World, which is an MMO, to have a dedicated launcher already. That's it. I mean, they did try with Crucible. That didn't get very far. Um, so the likelihood that you will want to be able to have a client for something else for more than one game, I don't know. It's, I can't see them ever challenging Steam, is what I'm trying to say. It's, it's a very... Very difficult process for them to be able to get into. Um, and it, again, this is one of the, one of these things now that I'm going to say that sounds ridiculous now, but 20 years ago it didn't. It's trying to find Manchester City fans in Manchester when Man United are winning everything. It's like one of those, like, it's, why would you, unless your family supported Manchester City, why would you become a Manchester City fan as a child? Because Man United was winning everything. There was a globe. It was all over the TV. You, you was cool if you supported Manchester United, which is exactly what... Steam are that Manchester. Steam are Manchester United in the grand scheme of things historically, and still are. They are still like a billion dollar company. They are a, a global giant. But then you have City, which is new and cool, and they are winning a lot of stuff. They spent a lot of money. All the all the best players seem to want to come and play for Manchester City at this moment in time. I do apologise because my door has just gone and Samantha's not here, so I'm going to have to answer that. I'll be back in a second. Bloody hell, it's all go at the moment, isn't it? Uh, right, let's go back. Let's go back. 
Tito says competition is never a bad thing. It does make it, but it does interest me, not personally. Um, let me get this back up again. Where are you? Where are you? Uh, months and years from now, perhaps I find it a very minor inconvenience needed to register another registration and log information you don't you have to worry about. Next year, basis city I knew and cool, impartial babies. <laughs> <coughs> Jesus Christ, don't make me laugh. It's cold, it's killing me off. <clears throat> Madge says, uh, I've already lost my login for Epic Game Account, and all I was doing was collecting those free games. Yeah, very good point. Um, yeah, I'm not going to mention anything about that because uh, I just end up doxing myself. Uh, last pass is the answer, says Madge. That's a very good way of keeping your password safe. Um, we are not sponsored. They can sponsor us if they really want. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's going now. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, but yeah, LastPass is fantastic. If you ever need passwords, it generates them for you and stuff like that. If they want to sponsor us, they sponsor a lot of YouTubers, feel free to do that. We could <laughs> get the money, get the money, get the money, secure the bag and all that. Um, but I'm going to move on to the next news article now anyway. I think we need to stay our pace with that. Um, <laughs> don't make me laugh. You get, again, every time I do, I just end up coughing and it just flew me all over the place. And this is meant to be a podcast that you guys are meant to be able to listen to. Um, but yeah, I've just been running around the house because the window cleaner's here. He knocks on, so I don't, you don't have to come back later on to pay, but I haven't got any money. I'm going to have to go out and get some later on. But also, I need to unlock the back gate as well, so I need to run. I mean, I've got a 14-acre land, you know what I mean? I need to run all the way back to the back. Um, but yeah, I'm a fat cunt, and running up and down the stairs and stuff like that. That's why I took up golf. You just walk. <laughs> um, but moving swiftly on, um, before I get myself into any more trouble... Um, We'll go back into the GTA stuff, because I know you guys love GTA, but there's a, there's a bit of a PSA in this. So, this has been written on Eurogamer over by Wesley Impool, and it states that GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas fans are using Steam reviews to encourage people to buy the originals before Rockstar delists them next week. This week's Rockstar announcement is the worst-kept secret in gaming. Remasters of Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. In doing so, Rockstar confirmed its plan to delist the originals from all DJ, digital retailers on PC and consoles from next week. Replacing them with Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition across multiple storefronts. The decision to delist these classics is a blow to video game preservation and obviously bad for player choice. But it does seem unlikely that Rockstar will budge on this not anytime soon anyway. And for those that have flocked to Steam, reviews to suggest people buy the originals now before they lose out on their chance, potentially forever. Make sure your ass... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Make sure that your ass owns a trilogy before it gets nuked off stream, wrote Pink Diamond in one GTA Steam review. Buy before this is delisted next week, says Grunkle and Bane in a Vice City Steam review. Buy it before it's removed. Oh my God, one second. Get that throat cleared. I've just made it worse. Oh my God. <laughs> there we go. No, it's even worse. Anyway, this... <clears throat> I don't know how long I'm going to carry on with this show for. This could be a two. This could be a two-article show at this rate. But anyway, fans who already own the games are using Steam reviews to wave goodbye. One in particular stood out to me from a user with an incredible 2,780 hours on record with San Andreas. I've got to say, with all the time that I put into this game, speedrunning, modding, and whatnot, this is the best I'll ever. Uh, the best I'll ever have playing a GTA game. This game means a lot to me with a great story, good world, and tons of stuff to do and find. Goodbye, old friend. Steam user Dime wrote a GTA 3 review. Rockstar is going to remove from your Steam uh, from Steam 
so the Definitive Edition can make more money for them. Thanks for the memories. GTA 3 is 20 years old, Vice City is 19 years old, and San Andreas is 17 years old. These versions of the game available to download right now on Steam, the PlayStation Store, and the Xbox Marketplace are not the true originals. The version of San Andreas available to buy now on the Xbox Download for Store, for example, is the Xbox 360 version uh, playable on the Xbox One, Series X, and S via backwards compatibility. The version of Vice City available to download on the PlayStation Store is the PlayStation 2 version converted to run on PlayStation 4 to get the true original. Uh, so to get the true original experience, you'll need a PS2 and a physical copy of each of the game. And nothing Rockstar does next week can prevent people from going down the eBay route. In a Rockstar's announcement, it says that Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition, will be available from PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, the Rockstar Games launcher. It didn't specifically mention Steam, which suggests that the originals will be moved from Valve's platform and replaced with nothing. Rockstar's warning says that the previous version of the bundles with these games will be removed from the digital st uh, digital retailers as of the week of the 11th of October. We don't know the exact date they will be delisted, but if you're interested in owning them, today would be your last day to buy them digitally. Of course, anyone who's bought any of the previous version will still be able to download and play them on their respective purchase platforms after they are delisted. But anyway... This is there's another bit to this as well. So basically, if you want the original versions of these games, or the the the, the playable versions uh, that have been preserved over on Steam, now is your chance to be able to do so. You have to go and get these at your earliest convenience, purely because at the moment they are probably dirt cheap. I managed to pick these up about a month and a half ago on PC I and mean, we've got them on PlayStation 3 I've streamed them on this channel uh, sorry on my PlayStation 2 I've streamed them on this channel from my PlayStation 2 using my capture card but I've also streamed them last month because we had the Vice Cry mod for Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which kind of brings it a little bit more modern, the visuals and the widescreen and the, 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 the being able to use the mouse and keyboard and stuff like that without it being dog shit. All the stuff and all the mods to try and make it a good experience that that's fantastic however these versions will be in the mud and you will be charged 30 pounds i imagine um to be able to try and play these three games again where you can pick all three of them up now and have the mods for them to try and make them as playable as possible for less than 10 pound which is what i suggest you do just for preservation reasons if you want to be able to buy the remasters which i will be doing anyway i'm not a hypocrite i'm going to be buying both of these um in the, well i've already got the original versions of them i'm going to be buying the remastered versions as well just because I love Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and I want to be able to play that again. I want to play all three of them again. Um, and if they're telling me that better versions of this are available, then of course I'm going to do it. I've been waiting for this for the last 20 years. Why would I, why would I turn my nose up at it now? But it's all about preservation. And there's been a massive thing over on Twitter over the last day or so with the Metroid Dread, uh, Metroid Dread stuff about emulation, about the fact that you can get Metroid Dread right now on a working emulator on your PC and be able to play that game. Like game preservation is massive. There is now a PlayStation, sorry, PSP store which you cannot buy games for um, on via the device. The, the games no longer exist. The only way that you're able to play most of those games now is if you have the physical version of them. If they were digital only, good luck because you won't be able to re-download them again. Um, but game preservation is massive at this moment in time. If you have copies of these games, keep hold of them because they're one, they may be worth money in the future, and two, you're best off having the best version of these games. The worst thing about these remasters is where the licensing comes in. And this is a conversation that we need to have. Um, whether or not it's going to be today, I don't know. But it looks... 
If Vice City doesn't have the soundtrack, is it Vice City? Now, in terms of the storyline from top to bottom, of course it is. Of course Vice City is Vice City. The storyline will never change. However, the music in there makes it. If you want to have all the radio stations, if you want to have all the tracks that are available in Vice City, but they don't have them in this version now because they didn't manage to get the license for all of that stuff, is it still considered as good as the original? Probably not. No matter how much pain that you throw at this, I don't think it will be. I don't think it'll be worthwhile. <laughs> um, that's just, that goes for San Andreas, and that also goes for GTA 3 as well. If you can't play the music on the radio stations that you could become accustomed to, these soundtracks that have been put on vinyls because people love them that much, including all the radio talk show stuff that goes around it, like, why would you want to play these games without them? Storyline will carry itself. That's fantastic. But a good Grand Theft Auto game needs the music, and that's exactly what made these. If they don't have the licenses for those music then why? Why would we want to be able to pick this up again? And that's something that, that we don't know about yet. Having these remasters means they'll have to remaster, they will have to relicense all of the video game stuff. It's the same with Tony Hawk's. Tony Hawk's is the is the, is a very good example of this. The remasters of Tony Hawk 1 and 2 that came out, it had some of the big hitters from the original games, but they couldn't get the license for the other ones. So they had to chuck other artists in there and different songs. So you might be playing through Warehouse. You might be able to listen to Superman and stuff like that, but you might not have all the other soundtracks and they might have Skepta in there, which obviously wasn't even knocking about when the original Tony Hawk's came out. So having music preservation on these games is essential. If you don't have a copy of these games now, go out and try and buy them, physical copies, and just keep this preservation for yourself the licenses is a massive different massive massive thing and we haven't heard much of it yet so i'm very much i'm very much interested to see what they do with that and whether or not they're able to have all the music in there that's what makes grand theft auto for me that's what makes san andreas especially it's the clothing it's the ambiance it's the cars it's the music it's the whole culture of the 80s being put into vice city which is fantastic and i hope that it continues i hope it's as much vice city as possible and obviously i keep on going about vice city because that's my personal favorite i know a lot of people are san andreas fans which san andreas is also a fantastic game it's just if I was to choose between either of those two, I'm going Vice City every single time because the 80s culture is my favourite era. Um, so, yeah, as inspired for this channel art and stuff like that, which obviously was there before I even came about. Um, but obviously me and Graham feel very similar about that kind of thing. Tito says, would Crazy Taxi without Offspring still be Crazy Taxi? Some songs are iconic for that. Exactly when you get into the car, you're yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, that's, I mean, I'm probably going to get DMCA'd for that, for that fantastic rendition. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Next Gen Best says, I want Bibi saying ambiance as my text tone now. <laughs> he also says, V-Rock is Vice City for me. And I mind the Metroid Dread shit. Game preservation is good, not when it comes to a man's game. That's two days old, exactly. But I've seen Chris Scullion fighting whoppers left right and center over on twitter and i'm not i'm just not getting involved in that because i cannot be asked people without brain cells don't have brain cells um so why would i want to get involved and argue with people like one i don't know two it's like arguing with a brick wall um but yeah you take of that what you want uh, magic says hopefully uh, uh sorry i've seen enix coming here and the chat has just been flowing this morning so i apologize i haven't been able to get through it all uh, Enix says i've just not shown anything yet due to two possible reasons one the game isn't much of an upgrade just 4k visuals more updated control scheme or two the game had huge graphical changes due to them shutting down the mods um he's uh magic says hopefully the second 19 years old geez make me feel old hearing, hearing that uh only playstation the gta were uh, on playstation are uh, the old gta's worth buying you mean the trilogy i don't know the best person to ask of that i don't even think is in the chat but i know um 
Next Gen Renegade, aka Gatekeeper TV. He has them on PlayStation. I don't know if Graham does actually. I've just seen him comment saying Emotion 98.3. Um, I've seen him mention. I don't know if he's bought the trilogy on PlayStation though. Um, I had, I have GTA Vice City on my PlayStation. I didn't buy the trilogy. I just bought that game. I bought that many, many years ago. Um, and it played fine. I mean, even if what Jordan says, he says the game isn't much of an upgrade, just 4K visuals and more updated control scheme. That is perfect for me because the control scheme of those games now, if you go and play it, it's horrific. It's really, really bad, which is what the Vice Cry mod did for me. It changed the control scheme to be played like a modern day controls. It's horrific trying to go back and trying to control and move the camera with just the left analog stick. Oh, it's rough. <laughs> it's very, very rough. Um, when you go to a sniper, when you when you zoom in on a sniper alpha, for instance, and you're using the left analog stick to move around and stuff, oh, it's bad. Um, so yeah, even if it's just an upgrade with that, and then it's it's playable on uh, playable in I don't know 1080p 4K. I am more than happy with that. But if they want to make the game look as pretty as possible, taking the Vice Crime mod and using that as their base, we are going to have a good time. We are going to have a very, very good time when this game or when these games come out. Uh, no, it uh, no, it looks like shit. Says Madge. Uh, controls are terrible as well. Feared as much. Ah, oh, man, the Metroid dread, dread shit. Oh, we've just read that one. I've just checked. The San Andreas has gone just under fifteen seeds. The last time I wanted to get it over five hundred people, the people don't like the idea of delisting. Um, is that, is that meant to say sheets? Is that meant to say sheets rather than seeds? Because seeds make it sound like it's a torrent. And that, that it kind of feels like it would be the other way around. People want to be able to get hold of the game, so it should be over 500 seeds. Uh, but either way, um, yeah, 15 quid. I mean, is now the time? Is now the time for me to start cashing on these games and make, an absolute, and make a small fortune? Because I have the original copies of all three of these on my PlayStation 2. Do I start to put these up if they're going for 500 quid each? Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, um, yeah, my voice has gone back to normal-ish now. Uh, Dotty Pirates. <laughs> um... Yeah, do I do? I, yeah, we'll move on to the next news article. My voice, it was going to be a very, very quick show if my voice carried on like that. Um, but he seems to have gone back to normal again now. I don't sound like Pat Butcher. Um, but we're moving swiftly on them. Moving swiftly on. Once this loads up, we'll move the camera. Three, two, one, boom. This has been written over at Eurogamer, and it states by Wesley and Pearl that Amazon faces backlash after a new world U turn. I've wasted 80 hours. My God, here we go. Brace yourself. Amazon has done a U-turn on letting New World players transfer their characters to a server in a different region. Last week, following New World's explosive launch, Amazon asked players to join servers with low wait times as it worked on increasing the population caps of existing users. To reassure those who wanted to play with their friends already on high-population servers, Amazon said it was working on a feature that would let you transfer your character to a new server for free. So if you choose one, a low wait time server, just uh, now just to get up and play, and you can make a different choice later. I'm playing a server with your friends, Amazon said at the time. We know how important it is to be able to play with friends, so we're putting this feature at the top of our priority list. Then, the official New World Twitter account said it would be able to move between... Sorry. Account said that you will be able to move between regions, for example, switching from a US to an EU one. This tweet is still alive at the time of this article's publication. And so, sufficiently reassured, players went for pretty much any server that they could join, uh, even those in another region in a bid to avoid New World's incredibly long queue waiting times. Why not? 
They were told to do, uh, sorry, they were told it would be fine to do so. Fast forward to yesterday, the 8th of October, and Amazon confirmed, obviously that wasn't yesterday, that was three days ago. Um, but anyway, Amazon confirmation that the server's transfer feature was delayed to next week after an issue was discovered during testing. That's not a big problem. Better to wait for the feature to launch in a solid state than release it early and broken. But with this delay announcement came confirmation that when the, play, when the feature launches, you'll be restricted to transferring your character to any world within your region only so the transfer to any server statement issued earlier was not true amazon asked itself in a forum post unfortunately the original information provided was incorrect amazon said some players who picked low population servers in a region outside what they play and they were with their friends have now said that they feel stuck and have complained to about to us about wasting that their time my friend group is split across regions because they told us that they could transfer worlds between the queues were ridiculous the first couple of days so we decided to meet up later on this is frustrating added to a list of already frustrating things no one wants to remake their character that'll be a one-way ticket to a burnout a friend of mine grinded from the early 20s to over level 40 believing that this will be able to transfer to the region the rest of us are in and now his chances are just going to quit the game that have wasted 80 hours we need region transfers new world for your farm user kel 1975 said a lot of the eu players went to play us eastern even to get on during day one it can't be that we have a lot to say. Uh, sorry, it can't be that we have to stay there. Regents has to be part of the transfer. Yeah, the double back here is really unfortunate. Spent the first week of playing uh, more or less for, since sunrise to sunset and accrued 100 hours. No way in restarting that because of a misstep on their part. I like the idea of some of the reparation in the form of double XP, but that feels like a band-aid solution to an injury that requires stitches. We understand the frustration from this. Unfortunately, the original messaging providers was incorrect. The community manager posted that they have other server transfer restrictions in place. You cannot move your character to a full world and you cannot move your character to a world where you have an existing character in already. New world players are left stuck playing in the region, different to theirs of their friends. Now face a tough decision. Stick with the characters that level up but can't use to play with their friends or start all over again with a character from the server that their friends are on, assuming... That is not full. Wow. This, this is horrific um, in many senses of the word. Having an MMO, and this is this is where I sit with an MMO at this moment in time. I have an ESO. I am more than happy to be able to put more hours into my ESO character, but having a new MMO for me to get stuck into and having to play it for a stupid amount of hours to get my uh, to get leveled up in the chance that they told us that we're able to go and play with our friends later down the line that turns out that we are that isn't going to be the case is a very difficult pill to swallow mmo is all about grinding it's all about time wasting is these games are a time sink if you want to be able to try and get to the end game you are looking especially with a new version of a game like this you're probably looking at like 100, 120 hours. That's just to get to your level cap. And then after that, you have all the end game stuff like doing your raids or whatever else. So to know that you had the chance later down the line to be able to transfer your character to a, 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 a populated world that you can then join with your friends was super appealing for people to be able to get back in again. It's not their fault. It's not the consumer's fault that the servers wasn't good enough to be able to hold everyone in the first place. They should have had this as a, especially with someone like Amazon, like 95% of the world's web is going through an Amazon web server. So like they should have known that 
if their if their were servers were full, they have backups that just automatically go up. Like if they reach a cap on that, a new one automatically pops up. If they reach a cap on that one, a new one pops up. If they reach a cap on that one, it pops up. Like rather than just having static ones that if you fall, you have to wait for someone to to to, to come out of it. That seems like a massive misstep. And then the fact that they told people that they'll be able to move into a new server, so people just continued plowing their time into it to try and get their character to a spec that they want, to then be told that actually you're going to have to move on to a different server completely and start again. I mean, who's making that decision from your friend's standpoint? If me and Graham was both level 40, but he was on a different server to me, who's going to be moving servers? Like, will I have to start again or will he have to start again? If there's five of you, who's going to make that decision between you? Eventually, you're just going to go, do you know what? I can't be fucking asked. I'll go and find somebody else to go and play with who may be on my server. I'll go into a forum or a Discord or something like that that I can meet new people and be able to play. Like, there is no way that a lot of people, unless this is their main game, that are willing to start again and have an enjoyment of respecking a completely different character then it's, it's game over. Like The play base will just either fall off or they'll just find different people to be able to play with and I'd rather not be in that position now. Um, very difficult pill to swallow. But anyway, uh, moving into the chat then. Uh, got banned from a new world because of the stupid report abuse happening uh, for the over-the-top companies that own areas that wanted by other factions. So you got banned. Was you, was you griefing? Like You say you got banned from new world because of a stupid report abuse or so people was just just saw you knocking about and just reported you or i don't know um i just preferred my digital download disc that's all you can delisk a disc and uh, so i did a few pvps with a company got autobot that bans after so many reports so the factions are mass reporting the top communities that uh sorry companies that own the area so got banned when they attack the settlements so they can easily take them because the company can't come and defend so i've asked for a refund because the game is wank and that's a terrible announcement for the new world team way to piss off your user base on day one that's freaking awful don't uh, don't uh, blame me asking for a refund loads of people were forced into certain servers because of the huge waiting list and launch like myself my server is now mid-tier with less than one people play well sorry one thousand people playing at peak times now that's the thing I don't, I don't want to say that they didn't anticipate this many people playing it because this many people would have pre-ordered the game. Whether or not they thought they were going to play it on day one, day two, day seven, day ten, I don't know. But they should have known how many people have pre-ordered this game, how many people have got it pre-downloaded, and how many people that were expected to be able to come and play this game. Their projections, as Amazon, would have known this information. And the fact that they didn't have uh, a stopgap in place or something to be able to fall back on, that's not good for, for a game that's coming out, that's that's the predecessor to your failed game originally. An MMO is... I mean, the, the clue is in the title, Massive Multiplayer Online. Like, the, you're not going to have just a 1,000 people playing this game. There is there, Was there 150,000 people watching this on Twitch as well? That should give you a gauge of how many people are watching and playing. There were people that were playing this as they're watching their favourite streamers play at the same time. So the fact that they didn't have these up in the first place for people to be able to choose the biggest server for them and their lowest ping is stupid. Like There's no other way of saying it. And the fact that they said that they will be able to come in and help people later down the line once they have their characters set and once they have things in place, now they cannot be able to do that. It seems so dumb. It seems so dumb. It took a long time for ESO to get where it is now. I want to say a long time. It was like 18 months, maybe two years. Um... Uh, the famous story i had eso i fucking hated it after a week i got rid of it and i came back to it i don't know maybe two and a half years ago and it by far is the best mmo that i have ever played that's kind of biased because i love the elder scrolls world as it is but if you love the world you're probably going to love the game 
it took a long time to get there. Um, and the servers day one on Elder Scrolls was shit as well, but that just lost them a lot of players. A lot of players didn't bother going back to it. A lot of players stuck with it, but I didn't. I was one of those, and my circle of friends that love Elder Scrolls all disappeared and came back later down the line. <coughs> so, what happens now? What is their next move? Because you've got to try and build bridges now. They burnt them with a lot of their play base. They now need to try and bridge them on what they're going to do. Apparently, this article says that they're going to have double XP weekend. Double XP means nothing if they're still going to have to grind for 80 hours to try and get the characters to where it was. But anyway, the likes of this queue's horrible launches are just why I don't bother with MMOs anymore. MMOs are fantastic. Like <coughs> If they can get it right, it's brilliant. Um, Tito says, never played an MMO until someone mates tried to get one to Final Fantasy. Not for me. Too much go here. Fetch that. Attack X. Wait for cooldowns. I don't find it engaging. MMOs only work if you are interested in the world. If you are being told to play something that you have zero interest in, whether or not it's the mythology, whether or not it's the lore, it will not be a good experience for you. That's as simple as that. That's why a lot of people like GTA. Regardless of what GTA is now, being an RP game, GTA is an MMO. GTA Online is an MMO. You have a character, you can level up. Well, you get experience points. You can go and buy stuff. You can go and buy apartments and stuff like that. At its core, GTA is an MMO. That's one sort. Then you have ESO, which is... <coughs> I apologise. I can't, I, couldn't, I can't mute fast enough as I'm talking. Um, then you have ESO, which is like mythology of spells, casting and stuff like that. You have World of Warcraft, which is kind of the same, but just the biggest of them all. Um, then you have Final Fantasy. If you've never really been into a Final Fantasy game, it's quite difficult to be able to get into. It's slightly overwhelming. But at the core... All MMOs are pretty much the same. That you have Neverwinter. Uh, I, I always say when I never. I always want to say Neverwinter, which is a Dungeon Dragons one. I don't know if it's called Neverwinter Nights. I do apologize, um, but I played that one briefly. I think that's one of the first MMOs I actually streamed on the PlayStation because it was a free-to-play game at the time. Um, I have thoroughly enjoyed that game, and I think that was kind of the gateway for me to get into something a little bit different. That was fantastic. If you like that kind of mythology, then a hundred percent encourage you to download it and at least try it again it's absolutely free to pay there's no monthly fee or anything like that which again is an mmo problem um but play things like world of warcraft you have to pay eight pound a month elder scrolls online you don't have to pay for that but if you do it comes with a load of benefits like you get free crowns you get more storage space and it makes it worthwhile if you are playing that game day to day to go and invest that money every single month which i did for about 14 months straight and it's ridiculous how many crowns I have on that game now that I don't spend because I don't want furniture in my house and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's it's worthwhile. If it's your main game, it's 100% worthwhile. But you just have to find a game that resonates with you. If you are into that kind of thing, then absolutely. It's definitely worth trying to find the one that you're into to be able to play them. Because they are so much fun. Literally... They, it only becomes a grind if you really want to reach the top. If you just want to tick off the missions and you want to play it at your own pace, it genuinely isn't. It genuinely isn't a, a grind. It's just a game that will have four hundred hours for you to be able to go through. But if you are interested in that world, then the four hours, four hundred hours, will go like that. You play that. I don't know two hours a day and then like six, seven hours at the weekend or whatever. You'll fly through it. You'll genuinely fly through it. But you'll have a good time doing it as well. Uh, Final Fantasy and ESO are the only ones worth file. Final Fantasy is probably one of the best video game stories ever made. Extremely well made, says uh, to match. It looks great indeed. I wish I had time to commit. FIFA and NBA take up more time than I can deal with. Uh, nothing will ever beat my favourite game of all time, Star Wars Galaxies. No game has ever come close to his experience. My heart has a city of heroes size hole in it. I understand the sadness when your MMO closes. Uh, John says, 
Wasn't that Sony's literal destroyed uh, S? What's that? Oh, Star Wars Galaxies. Trying to make a kid modern friendly, it literally would be mega top tier if it was around. I'll never forget. So I'll never forgive Sony. After that, luckily, tons are still. Uh, sorry, it's tons of ways to still play it. Kappa face. Jesus Christ. Oh. I promised myself and Graham I've not been kissing. Like, his voice is going as well. That isn't the case. We're both just ill as fuck. Um, but anyway, we've got one new story that I'm going to fly through because my voice is fucked. Um, I was actually going to stream during my dinner today, some FIFA stuff, but I genuinely can't. My voice is fucked. I'm coughing all over the gaff. It'll be shite. Um, but we'll come back to that at a later date. Um, so the last news story of the day then, um, again, I put, thank you very much for all of you that have joined us today. It's not been the best show. I've had to go here, there and everywhere. Samantha's not in. Um, so I'm having to try and cover everything. Um, right, next news story. And last one of the day. Uh, Sony's Jim Ryan wants hundreds of millions of people to have access to PlayStation titles. PlayStation president and CEO Jim Ryan has noted his frustration that Sony's games cannot reach more people. Written by Don Pepia over VG247. Sony Interactive Entertainment head Jim Ryan wants hundreds of millions of people playing their PlayStation and its roster of developers makes it that he's noted that there's a poor chance that people will dream, uh, sorry, that people's dream will become a reality if PlayStation limits its products to its own hardware alone. Speaking during a keynote speech during GI Live London, the PlayStation head expressed his frustration that games struggle to reach the levels of market penetration that we see from music, films and TV. There is an underlying story here. I don't know if any of us will be able to make this out as I'm reading it, but there is a very small underlying story that's underneath this so i wonder whether or not you guys can make the connection that i did i would like to see a world where the games that we make that playstation can be enjoyed by many tens of millions of people he said during the interview perhaps hundreds of millions of people right now with the success of the current console model a really great playstation hit that you're taking 10 or 20 million people being able to play that game we're talking about games stacking up against music. We're talking about games stacking up against movies. Music and movies, they can be enjoyed by millions of limitless audiences. And I think that some of the art of the studios were making some of the finest entertainment that has been made anywhere in the world and to go uh, and to kind of gate the audience for that wonderful art, wonderful entertainment that our studios are making to gate the audiences for those of 20 million, uh, sorry, it's 20 or 30 million... <coughs> frustrates me and i would love to see a world where hundreds of millions of people can enjoy those games this isn't totally surprising to hear from ryan after all we've seen sony start to experience with the releasing games away on playstation hardware exclusively earlier this year the company noted that it will to continue to look at the right times to bring playstation exclusives to pc we've already seen days gone and horizon zero dawn come to pc which is all part of sony's plans to make playstation games available to more players the company's continued investment in these services like playstation now are likely to be galvanizing ryan's approach to getting playstation games out there to more people to that end we're also seeing to start to see playstation games on mobile at some point per playstation job listing published earlier this year during the interview ryan also noted that playstation play at home initiative saw 60 million gamers have their games redeemed so ladies and gentlemen did anybody else find the underlying tone of this as we was reading through it? Now, we talked about it being music, films, and TV. What other subscription service is there that, that's out there that's in the video games industry that is on every single device that you could possibly think of, and it'll cost you £1 for three months if you've never redeemed it before? That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, 
I think he's alluding to an Xbox Game Pass model. I think that's exactly what he's trying to allude to. There is a, a pass out there, very much like Netflix subscription, that if you have a mobile phone, that if you have a tablet, if you have a PC, if you have a laptop that's capable of playing games, I mean, you don't even need one that's capable of playing it. Now, if you have a fast enough internet connection, you're able to stream games from a particular server that will make this possible on any device. And I think that's what he's kind of alluding to here. I think that the PlayStation guys are super jealous. Like, listen, there's no two ways about it. They are jealous that there is something out there that they would love to be able to come up with themselves. And they've started to make moves in that area. Like, PlayStation now isn't the best service that there is out there. It's old games, and you're paying the same as what you're paying for Xbox Game Pass. Uh, isn't many games that come out day one that get listed on that. So if they was to have a subscription service that if a new God of War comes out or when the new God of War comes out, shall we say, the new Horizon comes out, uh, the new Sackboy comes out, um, a new Last of Us or whatever comes out, that it will drop day one onto that. That is what I think they need to lean towards. And again, it's a business model that Xbox Game Pass have. Is it sustainable long term? God only knows. Like, we genuinely don't know, but it's enjoy it while it lasts. Like, if you have Game Pass now, I'm working through my Game Pass games like nobody's business. I'm trying to get my backlog done before Baby Boy Baby arrives. Again, started playing Mafia again last night. I've only got two missions left when I get that done. Um, but uh, my backlog of games is hundreds of thousands because i've got a game pass and there's a load of games in there that i want to be able to play so if playstation wants to be able to get into that market and try to compete i think that's the only way that they can do that again they're probably looking over the road and going is that sustainable long term it probably isn't because there will become a time where people will drop off the xbox game pass because they've played everything that they want on there they may resubscribe for one month only when a new game comes out like halo and they want to complete that campaign it's done then you don't have to have it, it uh, halo will be free to play you don't necessarily have to have game pass to be able to do that they'll have it they'll resubscribe for the campaign they'll complete the campaign they'll dip they'll take their eight pound a month elsewhere so it's whether or not they think it's going to be sustainable. They make a lot of money off their first-party games, um, and it's definitely worthwhile for them to be able to do that. They are very successful in doing that. It's something that Xbox historically have been okay at doing, but they don't have enough of them for them to be sustainable over time, which is obviously where Xbox Game Pass came out of. And again, this is all personal opinion. This is just me trying to think outside of the box on ways that they could potentially try and compete with that. But it's very difficult. You are giving something away for a fraction of the price and hoping that they subscribe for longer. It's a, it's a difficult process to try and have to, to try and have and to try and sell. So yeah, I think they are definitely looking over and trying to come up with something that will rival Game Pass. Whether or not it's going to be Game Pass-esque, I don't know. But in a world where people can play video games across everything rather than it being a console wall would be a much it'd be a place that I would much rather be a part of. I hate the fact that there is a console wall out there. I am very lucky in the fact that I have a PlayStation. I'm very lucky in the fact that I have a PC that's capable of playing Xbox or new Xbox games. I am the I'm in a very privileged position. I mention that every single time because I think it will be very hypocritical for me to say you could be you're on one side or the other when you can't financially have the other side. 
Um, so games for everyone is where I will always sit. If you have the opportunity to be able to play games across everything, then that will be amazing. Everybody, everybody wins then because you will double your profits, you'll triple your profits, especially if it's available on other platforms as well. But as a business decision, what makes people want to buy a PlayStation then? If, the, if it's available on everything, why would I want to buy a PlayStation or an Xbox when I can just play all of them on my PC? It's a difficult discussion to have. And it is definitely one of those that you have to sit there with a genuine open mind rather than coming in with charged questions and charged answers. It's it's a very difficult conversation to have because people will always want to side with anything. There is always two sides to the stuff. It's very difficult to be able to sit in the middle and think critically about all of this stuff. Um, but it's conversations that I like to have because I've had my mind changed about a load of stuff and I've... I changed other people's minds as well. And it's not just about changing them. It's literally having the capacity to be able to critical think and think about the entire process rather than just where your heart sits on a particular thing. But that's very heavy. And what else is heavy is that is it for today's show. We very much appreciate every single one of you that have stopped by for today. Again, it's been quite difficult for me to be able to talk through all of this and I tried to make the show as streamlined as possible and I hope I've been able to deliver that for you. We will be back tomorrow. So if you want to help us, shape that show there is two ways that you can do that first of all find us on social media it is at ice cream uploads across all major social media platforms or get involved with our discord if you're watching this on any of our on-demand services go to the description below everything that you will be required is there for you again the social the, the chatbot's not working guys the chatbot's not working i need to i need to change password and everything we've changed everything i've not done it at home yet but anyway Apart from that, ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to try and bring you this show today. And there will be no afternoon streams this afternoon. We are working. I cannot speak. Graham cannot speak. So there will be no afternoon streams regardless, as far as I'm aware. <coughs> but, uh, in fact, I'm going to go back through the chat again because I can actually see the chat flying, so I do apologise. Um, before we move on, remember Sony slating Games Pass for the first six months. People forget how PlayStation Now has been out for a very long time. They just don't market it. Well, it's because the games that are on it are shit. It's not that they don't market it. They might market it. They, they cut the price of it. It was £15 a month. No one's paying that. I did the free trial and then dipped. Um, but even at £8 a month, it's still, it's still a rip-off. There's loads of stuff there. Again, saying Gamepad is bad for business model, even from past expects, execs. It's why loads of drama when Jim said it contradicts everything that he was talking about from the start. You know, if someone did it properly, it would make the miles share or something like that. But it's just their game trials. They don't execute it right. I agree with that to an extent. I know that you're, a, so, uh, I know that you're an Xbox fanboy, so everything that you do say... Uh, will be held against you um, but I, I agree I agree with you to a certain extent as well I do think that they um, I do think that they, they did criticise it because it isn't sustainable let's be honest this uh, they, they are very right in criticising it it's not sustainable over a long period of time and they need to keep on coming up with ways to get people to resubscribe like are you going to be subscribed to this as long as you are with Netflix? You potentially, yes, but the average consumer is what they want to be able to try and subscribe to this. Is that sustainable if the average consumer doesn't? Probably not, especially when you're using like Gears of War on day one and Halo on day one. Once you complete the campaigns of that, you're probably going to unsubscribe because it might, you might be only a AAA gamer. You don't want to play the AA or the indie titles that are on there. So if you don't want to play those games, you're going to unsubscribe. I didn't subscribe for a year until there was enough games on there for me to resubscribe and get back into it again. So... If the average if the average consumer doesn't want to subscribe to it, they are in big trouble, um, and that is the only thing that Xbox have got going for them at the moment in time with Game Pass. And that sounds really harsh, but the first party titles just don't hit as well as the PlayStation ones, and I don't think that's demeaning in any way, shape, or form. They know that, which is why they want to try and develop as many as they can, which is why they're outsourcing, they buying the likes of Bethesda to have 
10 of their best games under their moniker so that when they release that, they get a bigger chunk of the pie. That's business. That's how it is. But anyway, um, you're bloody kidding. I've literally missed the whole show, says Nietzsche. <laughs> you need to have a word with your boss then. Uh, Passage 6 don't really count. If Matrix came out and said God of War is shit, that's not current. But yeah, there's some work to do for fanboying gets anybody nowhere. Uh, Game Pass is ridiculous and Microsoft have smashed it, no doubt. But Sony's first part of games are just as ridiculous at their minute. Uh, Tito says Rap Chat, but should have been paying attention. I know I remember you saying now. Rest that voice, Bibs. Meeting time later, says Next Gen uh, Base. Uh, Magic says, Bibby, stop talking. Take a rest. So... On that massive bombshell, I very much appreciate every single one of you that have joined us today. Very much appreciate it. Again, as always, there's two things I want you to do. First of all, I want you to look after yourselves. And last thing, I want you to stay frosty.